week uh it's going to be a lot of news because for once we're recording right after san diego well i guess postponed time zones we we postponed to uh to have san diego news we normally record earlier than we do yeah yeah which means after this brent's going to have to uh do a rush edit on it so (laughs) please excuse the editing or lack thereof (laughs) Oh, yeah, I thought I was editing it, but that's fine. Oh, you yeah, well, if you want to edit better. it, sure. But no, I, as I long as it's it, not me. Yeah. No, I think it's my turn anyway. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did the last one. It, it is your turn, but I had volunteered because I'm off to Oh, oh I didn't know you had volunteered. But yeah. no, I, I, I'll see if I can get it done tonight. If yeah. there's screw-ups, then you might be on backup. No problem. There you go. There's your peek behind the curtain, kids. Yep. Uh, so, with I us this it. week... We have Ryan. Hello. And we have Kevin. Hi. And we have a returning Jen. Yeah, returning. Jen's Yay. back. Well, you've been gone for a month, basically. <coughs> oh, I have? I didn't realize I missed that much. Yeah, and <laughs> I missed the last episode. Um, so I, I'm just going to say a little bit off the top, because I know a bunch of our listeners are also... Uh, customers at big b and i know a bunch of our listeners are also friends who have may not have really heard what was going on other than they may have seen me do a couple like small posts uh the best i can i'm not going to go into too much detail but uh last week i had a little bit of a medical incident uh at work uh, it was kind of scary. Still is to a certain extent. Um, I am okay. I'm, uh, as as it stands right now, I'm perfectly fine. Uh, we are investigating what caused the incident, <laughs> but it might take some time. Uh, a lot of you have uh, reached out and said you hope I'm doing better and things like that. Uh, I greatly appreciate everything that was thrown my way. I really, really do. But um, just for the record, at the current moment, as it stands right now, I'm good. And uh, thank you very much for your concern. Good to that, hear. That 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 pretty much, I, I think, covers all the bases. <laughs> and if I know you really well, at some point, you might get the full story. <laughs> Which is kind of funny and scary all at the same time. Anyways, uh, Ryan... Yes. You are the newsmaster of the show for the most part. Yes. Uh, how do you want to do this? Uh, do you have well, news that isn't San Diego related that you want to do first? Or is it all going to be part of one big thing? 
No, no, no. There's all kinds of stuff that happened before that didn't come out of San Diego that we can talk about first. Okay, let's go with that first then. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, let's sit with. Uh, so, apparently, uh, Sam Jackson has passed Robert Downey Jr. as Hollywood's highest grossing action star. Hmm, really? Because he's cameoed in 40,000 40, Marvel films? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and the, three Star Wars works. movies? Yep. So I thought that was a nice little tidbit, an interesting thing. Um, so the, the, here's a rumor, and it didn't happen out of San Diego, but this was the rumor that uh, we may be getting uh, the cast for the Fantastic Four movie at the upcoming D23 Expo. Ooh. Uh, you know, so. uh, uh, this is a bit of a spoiler for what's coming up, but Marvel announced so much at San Diego – but there's lots that they didn't say. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's coming up for D23. Yeah, well, they deserve something, right? Uh, yeah. Um, Since our last episode, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez got married in Las <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Now, were they actually married before, or were they just together before? They were engaged before, back when yeah. they were, uh, yeah, back when they were first together. You know, they, but they didn't get, they never got married. But now, yeah, apparently they got married last weekend. Yep. Well, good for them. Yep. Uh, Kate Heron, the she was one of the directors of Loki, the series. Apparently has been tapped to helm the Star Wars The Acolyte. So Ooh. shall we do uh, shall we treasure that? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh we've got some casting news for the uh Apple TV Godzilla series. Uh Kurt and Wyatt Russell will be joining the cast of the Godzilla Monster series. Ooh. Uh I think yeah. that's awesome. Kurt Russell in Godzilla movie. Come on. Have they stated if the see my thought is are they playing the same character like in different time Ooh, periods? Very interesting. I don't know. They have not said that, but that's an interesting idea. I really like Kurt Russell, um, and Wyatt Russell's done some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Overlord was pretty cool, and uh, I'm I, U.S. And agent, U.S. agent, and I'm it, it's nice to see that he's like you know getting work and stuff. Yep. Uh, did you guys hear about uh, the the news that's come out about that the the I guess the Snyder Cut? There is uh, remember that hype a few years ago it was all oh, released the Snyder Cut. Oh, we want the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now it sounds like uh, a big portion of that online uh, presence that was behind it was doing that uh, mm-hmm. were bots. Yeah, <laughs> and and paid for accounts. Of course. Um, now there's been some whispers that Snyder was involved in it, which of course, you know, he's denying any involvement in it, but I think it was traced back to a specific company even, but, uh, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, there's been other uh, people going to him uh, talking about other things involved in, I think there, I saw something about the, uh, uh, one of the other movies that was getting bombed online what was the movie around that same time was getting uh review bombed do you guys remember uh no i can't it recall been... either 
could have been a ton of things. To be yeah, honest. it's one of those. But it's one of those, I guess, where the yeah, a lot of accounts, a lot of bot, you know, it, it turned out it seemed like a lot of the Snyder Cut people were uh, review bombing a specific movie, and so he's been being questioned about that as well. Hmm. So uh, fun. Mm. Um, and then the last little bit, of, just before San Diego, we got our first look at I Am Groot. That I didn't even know little... about that one. Yeah, I forgot all about it. It's it's just a, a, a short series of, of shorts, I think. I think there's five of them, and they're all being d- released on the same day on oh. Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay, fun. But the trailer looks fun. Yeah. And it's Baby Groot, right? Yeah. Yay, yep. Baby Groot. We don't even know which baby Groot is it like baby baby Groot or is it just baby the baby Groot from the movies? Mm. Hmm. Potted Groot or tiny Groot? <laughs> oh no, he's running around. Oh, so it's tiny Groot. And you see him running around and doing stuff. So I just wasn't sure if it's one you know the same one from the movies and it says his own little adventures between movies or it's like you know a long time ago before he meets Rocket and stuff. Ah, uh. but we'll, I'm sure we'll find that all out. Uh, and pretty much that's all I had for just like regular news, because pretty much San Diego happened and it just like overshadowed uh, everything. Yeah, yeah. especially since it started like Wednesday. Yeah, like with preview night and stuff. And uh, we should say, um, I don't know, are we going to tackle any of the toy stuff, Ryan? Or are you going to leave that for uh, Collectorverse? Oh, we can talk a little bit of it, most, but that that'll be this week's. Uh, Collectiverse too. Like we postponed yeah. our recording of that to be able to cover San Diego as well. So because Lord knows there's a crap ton of toy news. Oh, it's way San too Diego. much. I haven't even started looking at that yet. That'll be. Thank God I'm on holidays this week. <laughs> It'll take me like an afternoon just to look up the toy news. Alrighty. <laughs> so uh, where do we want to start then? I guess. Let's not do Marvel yet. Yeah, because we will all we're gonna once we get on Marvel, we're gonna be staying there for a while. That, that's a <laughs> very good point. Um, well, here we go. So I'll start with this one. Um, we got a new look at Black Adam. Got a new trailer for Black Adam. Mm-hmm. And The Rock showed up in full costume, up on a pedestal, like from the, coming down from the ceiling, <laughs> in Grand cool. Rock fashion. I did not see that one. Uh Oh, you haven't seen that trailer? Oh, you have to look that one up. It's pretty good. I, I did see it. I only saw like a little bit of a clip of him strapped to like some, you know, bracer above the, the crowd. <laughs> uh, then we also got a new trailer for Shazam Fury of the Gods. That one I did see. That looks really mm-hmm. good. Yes. <clears throat> um, a- anytime you cast Helen Mirren as your big bad, I'm in. So... <laughs> Who is she supposed to be? Like, is she a comic book villain? I think she's a goddess. Yeah. Not sure which one, but. Yeah, I'm not sure which one either. (laughs) And I studied that stuff. I don't think it's a goddess that is a. A real one? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because I I seem to recall, like, her and Lucy Liu do have names. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. But uh, there's some, some good funny parts in the trailer. Um, I know that uh, Ed enjoyed when I think it was Ed that was tell, saying this, the part when he's sitting there at a, at a at like a table with her and makes a comment about how he's seen all the Fast and the Furious movies, <laughs> and she's in like three of them. 
it's all about family. <laughs> Watching that trailer made me remember how much I really enjoyed Shazam, and I need to rewatch it. Yeah. Seeing him on screen again makes me remember how much I enjoyed Chuck and wish that yeah. that show got more love. I loved Chuck. So um, Helen Mirren is playing Hespera and Lucy Liu is playing Calypso with a K. Hmm. Hesperia? H-E-S-P-E-R-A. Hmm. I am going to say made up DC characters. Calypso is from the Odyssey. Yeah, but, but she wasn't a god, a was she? Yeah, what? Well, mm, sorta. All powerful god? No. Yeah. Did you so, know what Pirates of the Caribbean, Brent, when Calypso, when she got released and becomes all powerful and like makes the giant whirlpool and like, if it's after the second one, no. Yes, because it's in the third one. Yep, haven't you're no missing idea. out. See, like Hesperia, Hesperia is the 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 Hesperids were a bunch of nymphs, so they really don't have much to do with much in in like the daughters of Hesperus, who was uh, the evening star. Now you know what I will say about that trailer that I thought was kind of interesting is it makes no reference to Superman. No. Like, out of all the DC heroes it mentions, it, well, I guess the Ben Affleck Batman isn't kicking around anymore. Yeah, Calypso's a nymph, But they too. showed him. They showed they, ben but they showed Batman. him, yeah. But, like, all the other ones are active DC projects right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Superman's the one that, like, there was the rumor floating around that, oh, Henry Cavill's going to, like, it was, like, the three chains of uh, internet bullshit rumor. It was the first one was Henry Cavill is going to present new DC films and is going to reannounce that he's Superman at like Hall H or whichever hall they had for the DC stuff. Followed yeah. by followed by like uh, fans are disappointed that Henry Cavill is not at the DC panel. And the third one is nobody ever said that Henry Cavill was going to be at the DC panel. Mm. <laughs> like stupid internet bullshit and they didn't even uh, talk about flash at the dc panel either did they well would you no but that movie's almost finished isn't it yeah but they don't know what they're going to do with it due to the the multiple accusations made against its star right now yeah. like it's going to come out but they're like the, the 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 one thing i did see being reported a little bit was the um the the one thing that all the companies had to deal with was the return of the live mic mm. at the panels. Like somebody asked Jim Lee about Sniver stuff. <laughs> somebody asked CB Sobolski Sobol about that um, the Miles Morales Thor what if Thor issue that came out. Uh, and not a, like okay, so it got written. We can kind of understand that. How did this ever get past editorial? And stuff like that. So it's, would you really want to put a flash presentation where people can ask questions? True. At this point, like Very I will true. say like, it's all accusations that are being made. And like there, who knows what, where the truth there is at this point or, but like the accusations are very, very serious at this point. 
Like they go beyond just like the assault stuff that we were seeing before. And like, if I were them, it's like, I, I'm not putting it in on that biggest stage. Cause that's when the eggs and tomatoes come out. <laughs> huh. Anyways. Um, Oh, here we go. Um, Heavy Metal Entertainment announced a Metalverse slate of films and TV adaptations. <coughs> uh, Brent, could you explain to us what Heavy Metal is? Heavy Metal is an American magazine based on a French magazine called Metal Horant, which I mispronounced horribly, I'm sure. Oh, what? Metal Horant. There we go. And Jen's probably still shaking her head. Um, but with that, uh, it's a it was a magazine of science fiction based science fiction and fantasy based comics. It was an anthology magazine. Well, it it is. It still exists. Yep. Um, we carry it in our store. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> but um, the it's probably best known to the general public of a certain age because there is a previous animated film well two one is fairly well known and the other is uh not because it's also not very good um the first one is an anthology of different sci-fi stuff done but in different animation styles um basically most of the voice cast is from sctv because ivan reitman was a producer on the film uh, and, uh, the only thing I'll say is like, this is cool, but this is probably, uh, in, since I want to say in the last 15 years, probably the third or fourth announcement of something happening with heavy metal, like in terms of a film and stuff like that. The last one I really remember was Robert Rodriguez was putting together one with different animators and like David Fincher was going to be involved and that and like and that all just sort of disappeared into nothingness. So uh, it's cool that they've announced it. But at this point, I will uh, believe it when I see it. Yeah, um, if, if you want to feel for that kind of stuff, uh, Love, Death and Robots on Netflix. Very similar. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, the other trailer that we'll be all—I know we all got a kick out of—was uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yay! Yeah. yeah. I was. Surprised. I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> that that movie—I can't believe they—they're really making me want to go and see a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Well, they did the right thing in the trailer, right? They, they, they the classic formula of. Put a classic rock song in it, and we'll probably like we'll probably like your trailer. And they did that. You mean it's not just about having Chris um, Chris Pine play a lute? <laughs> no, because we only got a little bit of that. <laughs> okay. I like the Tiefling Druid. I think she's going to be my favorite character. Although I've seen a lot of stuff about people saying that's not what Tieflings look like. Oh, people are people, and uh-huh. yeah. people oh, they're are mad people because and... because the rules the rules say that um, a druid can't shape shift into an owl bear. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, I, I had don't a, swear, this... and I just I'm the first person to swear this episode. I normally don't, and that <laughs> that pissed me off. I'm so mm-hmm. sick of fans. See, now I don't know if uh, our friend who DMs the game or the game that Brent and I play listens to these podcasts or not, but if he does. 
I just got an idea for a new character. <laughs> Tiefling druid? Who morphs into an owl bear. <laughs> I was talking to a friend uh, about this who's big into D&D. And his thing at first was like, well, there's a lot of pandering in this trailer. And I don't know. I'm like, yeah, but you got to remember where this is aimed at. Like, this is a movie that's aimed at the general public. But this trailer is a San Diego-based trailer. Like, we're not seeing this movie for a year. Mm -hmm. And how do you get, like, the crowd at San Diego to, like, super cheer for this? You throw in every D&D cliche that you did put into the movie into the trailer. I love the mimics. The mimics. The gelatinous cube. I love that they they made an action figure gelatinous cube. Yeah, that you can put six inch figures into. Yeah, and it's got other stuff stuck in it that it, or that just snaps into it, so it looks like it's stuck into it, and you put your own figure inside it, and yeah. <laughs> also, the yeah. displacer beast, just so much fun. Uh huh. It does look yeah. like fun. I am very much looking forward to it. And the fact that they didn't reveal that Chris Pine was a bard until the end <laughs> of the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Because they talk about it being a team of thieves, but they're not all thieves, right? Or they just, they stole something? Yeah, they helped the wrong person steal something. Yeah, that's what Brent said. He's like, who do you think the other guy is? And I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's a paladin. And he's like, a paladin a bunch of group of, with a group of thieves? I was like, yes, that's the best time to, like, destroy paladins. Yeah. <laughs> the, and the, the movie comes out March 3rd. So we don't and have really, if you date. think about it. My birthday movie. If you think about it, in a D&D campaign, every character is kind of a thief. Because you're going around, you're breaking into places, you're killing people, and you're taking their stuff. Yeah. So without being a class of a thief, you're still thieving. Yeah. Now, the other thing that I will say is, uh, did you notice who like the the directors of this movie are? Um, no. Yes, it's uh, John Francis Daly is one of them. Yep, and Jonathan Goldstein is the other. Yep. Those are the guys who, like, and they also have writing credits on the movie. Those are the guys who put together Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, they're the writing mm-hmm. team behind that. Oh, okay. and, and John, John, John Francis Daly was also Sweets on Bones, but he also was of one of the Dungeons and Dragons nerds on Freaks and Geeks. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, and, uh, they did a movie called Game Night not too long ago. That that team also were uh, behind the, the first Horrible Bosses. There, like, there, there are going to be Easter eggs in this film too. Apparently, um, be prepared for cameos from the Critical Role people and characters that look like the characters from the 1983 Dungeons and Dragons animated series. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised with that. <laughs> cool. Especially <laughs> like the little wizard guy, like the dungeon master guy. I could completely see him being in there somewhere. Yeah. And it's the type of movies that having those other cameos in makes sense and is kind of easy enough to do. You just have those other groups sort of sitting in, in the tavern. Or they pass them on the road somewhere. Exactly. Because they're off on their adventure. Yep. And if you want to see that, tune into this. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. Like, 
the other kind the other thing that like I argued with the complaint of like oh well like the thing is is if you don't put those D and D elements in then you just have a generic fantasy movie yeah because Dean like fantasy comes into in like when you break it down kind of comes into two types you have your what I would call kind of like your Tolkien or epic fantasy sort of stuff elves and you know like magic and all that sort of stuff and and big epic quests and the other side of it is like the the like sand and sandals like uh conan style fantasy right Mm -hmm. so if you're going to do an epic fantasy you've got it like at this point you have to make it seem different than lord of the rings Mm because that is kind of your Mm -hmm. your gold standard at this point and how do you do that? You use the stuff that, you know, is in D&D to do that. They're also using um, the Forgotten Realms setting pretty well. Like, isn't the movie set in... Um, uh, I know they go to the Underdark at one point, and the movie is set in... Um, oh, one of those northern... Not Baldur's Gate, but one of those kinds of, you know... Oops. That's not what I wanted to do. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, they, you know, so they're using the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to find out where the set, where the movie is set or where it starts. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it's in the setting of Forgotten Realms. Yep. I and just, I just want to know if you guys are going to watch the other movies with me. Because I like the previous ones, too. I have them, I'm sure. I They're did like the awesome. idea of us doing a riff on one of the older Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, movies. I'm not sure if I can. Both of them. Both of them. I, no, I, I've seen them. There's okay. only one. What are the two? There's, Aren't there no, two? I, 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 a correction, Jen. There are three. <gasps> Do I only have two of them? Uh, There's the one with Thora Birch. Yep, that would be the first one. And then, then the there's second. Wrath of the Dragon God. I think the the connecting one there is the guy who was the the blue lipped bad guy in the first one. Oh yeah, the guy who was like too many ice pops. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a third one called the Book of Vile Darkness. That even yeah. sounds like like a placeholder name or something out of like Monty Python. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, the there's Book one of I missed. I'm mad now. I gotta find that one. And Besides, there's the animated films too. Um, I'm uh, told the Dragonlance movie is really quite good. Um, I don't know who told you that, but maybe they're not your oh, friend. So oh. this this is why I've never seen Dungeons Dragons Three: The Book of Vile Darkness because shot in Bulgaria in 2011, it was released direct to DVD in the United Kingdom. That's it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so there are two. There you go. <laughs> the Dragonlance one is okay, uh, Kevin, but the animation, like, they ran out of money before it was, like, really finished. Ah. Uh, so it, it, the animation is not the greatest. And I you combine see. that with the Dragonlance books, those first three, uh, I tried to reread them not too long ago. They're okay, but it's very much uh, Lord of the Ring for du- Rings for Dummies. Mm, it's like got it's a great a very... voice cast, though. Keith yeah. Sutherland is Raceland and Lucy Lawless is Goldmoon. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, know. maybe maybe we can do a D&D month for patrons. That sounds good. <laughs> That's incentive for everybody to sign up for our Patreon. Hopefully. We listen to Brent's brain melt into his shoes. <laughs> oh, these movies are great. They're so bad. I love them. <laughs> All right, next. And here yeah. I thought you guys were just walk, talking all over me because I was trying to, 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 to segue into the next one and I was muted. I'm like, wow, <laughs> you're being really rude. Like, I tried twice to throw to the next thing and you're like talking all over me, but I was not hear you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but Brent, you did mention another fantasy uh, style or a very you know, uh, uh, films and uh, stories. Uh, and we got a trailer for that. Uh, the Ring of the Power. Uh, the Rings of Power. We got, I think they almost like two different looks at that this weekend. That looks yeah. intriguing. Yeah, I'm probably going to give that a look see. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon is committed to 50 hours of that program. Wow. So I don't know if that's 50 hour long episodes or 25 two hour television movies or what, but they're spending a lot of money to tell us the backstory of the Lord of the Rings. Mm. A lot, a lot of money. <laughs> well, it looks pretty. It does look very pretty. It looks like it fits in with the movies. So, And before we leave the world of fantasy, there's also news about Wheel of Time. Um, Amazon uh, had already committed to two seasons, so we knew season two was coming. They announced at San Diego that season three is also on the books, plus a six-episode a six episode animated series of animated shorts, which is going to tell us the history of uh, the wheel and uh, give us some more backstory on, on some of the characters. So I've really enjoyed the first season of wheel of time. So I, I am quite looking forward to, uh, to more of that. So. Nice. I don't think I watched that one. I watched the first episode. I, I watched the, the whole series because I thought, okay, I I did not get on the uh, Game of Thrones train. I'm not going to miss the next big fantasy epic. <laughs> and it turns out I'm the only person who watched the next big fantasy <laughs> epic. But that can't be true because Amazon is committed to three seasons of it. So There you go. It's uh, What's her name? Rosamund Pike? Rosamund Pike, Rosam- yeah. I don't like her. <laughs> You're not supposed to like her on no, this No, like show. as an actress. I don't oh. think I like her as an actress. <laughs> Well, she's very good in this show because you're not supposed to like her. She's uh, she's snarky and mean, but uh, she's I, I find our, her she's very hero. boring. <laughs> but anyway, maybe that's just me. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to more uh, to more Wheel of Time. I I I have not read those books because I get intimidated when I'm told there are 13 books in a series, and I don't want to commit myself to that. Uh, so I'm happy that it's on television. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Kevin, I believe you've got some Star Trek news for us. Star Trek news, yeah. So there wasn't a real ton of Star Trek news. There was a big Star Trek panel um, in Hall H. Um, Alex Kurtzman was there, and the cast of several of the shows were there. Uh, during some of the... Uh, fan Q&As, some stuff was dropped, uh, including the reveal that there are currently two new series in development. Um, 
their intent is to it seems to always have five shows in in production so uh three live action two animation and with picard finishing uh with the end of season three they had to put something new into production they didn't tell us what that is but there are two shows that are in development um somebody asked about uh more strong kick-ass women and kurtzman said oh yeah you're gonna see that shows with female leads um so that is a good thing uh, a weird thing got confirmed is that Strange New Worlds, which is has been awesome, and if you haven't seen it yet, uh, run uh, stop what you're doing and watch all ten episodes now. They're all really great. Uh, but next season there will be a crossover with Lower Decks, a crossover between Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks. So a live action series set in the 23rd century will cross over with an animated series set in the 24th uh, uh, um, century, um, and. Uh, it was as it was confirmed when um, uh, Tawny Newsom and Jack um, Quaid crashed the Strange New Worlds panel. Uh, they will not be appearing in live action. It's going to be an animated. Uh, it will. This episode is going to feature both the live action crew and animated uh, the animated characters. So. I don't know, some kind of weird holodeck thing, shore leaf planet. I don't know, but uh, I am looking forward to that because we we discovered this year that the whole cast of Strange New Worlds can do comedy really well. So um, there is no official word on when season two of Strange New Worlds will drop, but just we know that it's sometime next year. The whole season has been filmed and there it's in post-production right now. So that is good news. Uh, there was some talk to Chris Pine because he was there promoting Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, they uh, he was asked about um, Star Trek Four, and um, he's like, "Well, I've seen a script, uh, but I don't know when we're going to start filming. We do know that uh, he will make thirteen million dollars for playing Captain Kirk in the next Star Trek movie. So, yeah, I would do it for that. I'd do it for half that." <laughs> And then the last coolest thing that came out of uh, Star Trek was um, a teaser for season three of Star Trek Picard. And it was individual moments with each of our characters, which includes Picard and Seven of Nine, who is... uh, uh, Have you guys seen the end of season two of Picard, Jen and Brent? Nope. Nope. I did. I I don't want to spoil things then. We probably aren't going to get to it for a while, so we'll forget by the time we get to it. Okay. So season two of Star Trek Picard, Picard gives Seven a field commission to the rank of captain, and she commands a starship. She's still in a Starfleet uniform in this teaser that we see for season three. So that's exciting that Captain Seven of Nine is out there. Uh, Could that be one of the shows with a female, a strong female lead? I would watch that. I would watch a show with Seven of Nine and her on-again, off-again love affair with Raffi uh, because those are two cool characters. The other characters we saw in this teaser were Riker, Troy, Crusher, LaForge, and Worf. Uh, they all get a little moment talking about sort of where they are and what they're doing. Uh, LaForge lets it slip that he's got daughters and apparently, um, if you've watched any of the Ready Room stuff or any of the sort of stuff that... Um, that Star Trek does behind the scenes online, you'll know that uh, that Misha Burton 
uh, hosts a lot of stuff, and that is LeVar Burton's actual daughter, and she will be playing his daughter on season three of Picard. So, oh, is she? That's yeah. cool. I didn't know that. Okay, I did not know that. She used yeah. to do a bunch of stuff uh, with Rooster Teeth, and I believe now she's uh, moved over to um, uh, what's that? Uh, the uh, the the gaming YouTube channel there, Brent. G four. Yeah, I think she's working at G four now. Oh. Well, she's uh, she's going to be playing her father's daughter, which well, uh, might go. be a stretch for her. But we'll see. <laughs> so we really don't know what the plot is, why, what is bringing these um, these people back together, but they're back. Um, and Worf looks like he did in the back in the day with the with the regular forehead ridges. Not he doesn't look like a Discovery Klingon, um, but he doesn't have any hair. He's like bald with just the ridges in the front. He, he looks really cool, actually. And uh, they all look cool. Uh, no word on whether Brent Spiner is in the show. Um, he's he's sort of played the big bads for the last couple of seasons. Uh, members of the Sung family. I expect we will see him, but probably not as Data. Or any of the androids. So that is what I know about Star Trek. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else have anything else before we get into Mar- uh, there's DC cartoon news, right? I also have news about DC animation. Perfect. So, <laughs> um, few things actually. Um, so they're, they're continuing their direct-to-video um, animated films. The next one comes out next month. Well, actually, the next one comes out very soon because they actually showed it at, um, uh, at San Diego. It's uh, Green Lantern. It's a John Stewart Green Lantern film. Uh, I can't remember the title off the top of my head. Uh, but coming this fall is uh, Batman Superman Battle of the Super Sons. So it's going to have Jonathan Kent and Damian Wayne in it. Um and then ones that were sort of announced, and that sorry, we sorry, Kev, was yeah. the Green Lantern one called uh, "Beware My Power"? That sounds about right. Okay, that one's already out. Oh, okay, uh, but it just came out very recently, right? Yeah, yeah, just like two weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, so they showed it at Hall H, or oh, okay. maybe not Hall H. They showed it uh, for a whole group of fans there. Nice. So, Bat- Batman, Superman, Battle of the Super Sons is the one coming out this fall. Yes. Uh, then next year in 2023, it looks like we've got four films coming one is called batman the doom that came to gotham they are doing a, another justice society film because uh, the last one was really cool did you watch that one with the with the world war ii and the flash showed up in world war ii the barry oh, allen no, flash? i i've meant to watch that one it's on uh, one of the tv channels that um, I believe if I you think go Crave, Crave has some of them on online yeah I know that if you have access to the I think it's global TV their online stuff and you because that's part of like I think that's on uh, uh, adult swim mm. that's where some of these cartoons have shown up because that's where I was able to watch um, hush the other day or a month or two ago I think and then uh, I watched yeah one of the other the DC ones. Oh, the Injustice one. I saw that right. on there. Yeah. So um, besides the Justice Society, there's another Justice League film, uh, Justice League War World. And then one that sort of just sort of got mentioned and we don't know much about it is the uh, Legion of Superheroes. Um, a, a film. Ooh. Now, 
We do know that there is a Legion of Superheroes HBO Max animated series in the works that Brian Bendis is working on. He's tweeted recently pages of the of of scripts or covers of scripts for the new Legion uh, HBO Max series. Uh, I don't. We don't think that this Legion direct to video film ties into that, but you know. Who knows? It could be. Um, I guess they've rebooted the continuity of the animated films. Yes. They, yeah. So um, these current films tie into that continuity. Um, I guess Long Halloween was part of that continuity and some of the others. Mm-hmm. So uh, the new continuity. Yeah, the new continuity. Yeah. No, because they, they reset it with um, Justice League Apocalypse. War. Right. That was like the end of that universe. And it ends, and pretty much it ends with Barry trying to outrun the end of everything to cause a flashpoint. Is that when he ends up back in the? No, that's not when he ends up back in the past with World War Two heroes. No, I don't think that happened. That connects. It happens but, differently. Right? Yeah. Uh, the last little bit of animation news is kind of fun, um, and it is about Teen Titans Go. Uh, <laughs> Teen Titans Go is still airing, mm-hmm. and they have um, uh, big guest stars from time to time. They have announced that Zack Snyder of the Snyder Cut himself will appear this year in episode number 365 of Teen Titans Go. That's ah, how many sweet. episodes of Teen Titans Go there have been. Hmm. Uh, and I the episode is called show. the episode <laughs> is called 365. So um, Zack Snyder will will guest in episode 365 of um, of Teen Titans Go. And that, that is what show. I have from the world of DC animation. Wonderful. I apparently mm. have a lot of Teen Titans Go to catch up on. <laughs> 365. That's that's Simpsons level. Yeah, yeah but it's only like 10 minute episodes, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, the Night Begins to Shine is still the best episode. <laughs> I loved Teen Titans Goes to the Movies, but I haven't uh, I haven't gone back and watched it. I really should, I guess. You, you should. Seen, they've done a couple of crossover movies now, too, right? Oh, I think I did watch part, at least part of Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. Yeah, um, I think their their next one, if it's not already out, that's coming out is one where they cross over with the uh, that uh, the superhero girls show that's out. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure that's entertaining. Um, now before we jump, I guess there wasn't really any Star Wars news mentioned, was there? I didn't see any. No, not really, That, but that might be something that they're going to uh, leave for the, the Disney Expo. Probably, especially since we just had the Star Wars celebration, right? So, mm. um, I guess we might as well do it now, jump with both feet into the Marvel, uh, into the Marvel news. I did not expect this much Marvel news. No. Part of me wonders if some of the later stuff we we got, we were given it, only because of the UK copyright leaks. Oh, maybe. Um, what happened? So, the, the, the two names of the Avengers movies that they announced, yeah. those were leaked as being uh, copyrighted the day before. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. But we'll get to those when we get to them. So, um, I guess, okay, let's start with, we got a new She-Hulk trailer. 
Yes. And then everybody's happy because what well, we look at oh wait the CGI looks better oh my yep. god they had to more time and they fixed they cleaned things up like we said they would relax of course I still think she looks a little strange compared to um, Ruffalo's Hulk but Which it might be just it might be because I'm more used to that but I mean even like the face texture and the skin texture yeah like mm-hmm. she looks way more like a cartoon in my mind. Yeah, I can understand that. I think part of the look is the same reason the She-Hulk looks different than the Hulk Hulk, um, just because they're different people. And they're, they're the, as much as, yes, it's still an anger, derived by anger, I don't think she's the same kind of an angry person as as he is. Yeah, no, but that that's not the difference that I'm noticing. I'm oh, noticing, yeah. like, it and looks it may, like, no. it's like Roger Rabbit, right? Oh, okay. Like. She is a cartoon, and he is a quote-unquote real person. Well, there. I mean, we did get to see her break the fourth wall in the new trailer. Yeah, so maybe she is a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm still really looking forward to it. It looks like there's a lot more humor than originally I thought, so that's going to be good. I, I tend to enjoy funnier shows. Uh, and it's got the same sort of format almost as WandaVision. It's, it's nine half-hour episodes. Hmm. Yeah, that's nice. And I don't really have any history or background or knowledge of She-Hulk. Um, other than she's a lawyer and she appeared in an issue of Squirrel Girl when uh-huh. Squirrel Girl had to go to court. <laughs> what I know about She-Hulk. Um, so she's his cousin. She's a She-Hulk, uh, a lawyer. There I love She-Hulk. She-Hulk <laughs> is one of my favorite Marvel Comics. Which run? Um, uh, the Burn Run from the 80s and the Slot Run. Uh, both were great in different ways. So was, the Burn Run was where he introduced her talking to the um, to the audience. Like, okay. no, she, she knew she was in a comic, in that comic. And the... Um, I think the TV series is more based on the slot run. Uh, you know, I think that was sort of uh, subtitled single green female. She's like, um, you know, young, young superhero lawyer, um, just trying to live her life in the MCU. And we have um, lots of cameos. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love her interaction with Wong. Yeah. Is, well, you know, I, I, I work by the by, by the book. Oh, the Book of Ashanti. Uh, no, the Book of American Law? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we get to see the abomination. Yes. See, I and, never and, watched, I never saw the Hulk movie with the abomination in it, so I had no idea who that guy was. Uh, and then he turned into the abomination. I was like, oh, that's who that is. Yeah, you see him in um, Chang Chi. Yeah, yes. briefly, very briefly, fighting Wong. Yeah, yeah. So I love that Wong is like our sort of go-to cameo character now. Yeah, he shows up everywhere. He's like the he's like the Nick Fury of phases four and five. It makes <laughs> sense. He is yeah. the Sorcerer Supreme. So and it is a more mystical phase. Yeah, mm-hmm. or phases, which I kind of like. <laughs> Brent, thoughts? You've been pretty quiet. Uh, yeah, yeah, everybody's basically saying what I would say, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, 
It looks good. The CGI on her still looks a little funky, I think, but that that might just be me. Um, I I like the tone of it because I think she should be a little bit more humorous. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that it looks like Daredevil is... I was going to say, yeah. Well, Daredevil's showing up everywhere, though. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, that, you know, the whole thing is... Um, looks good. Agreed. Yes. Um, so I, I think uh, we have a couple we have a month end of end of August for when this comes out. She Hulk uh, debuts on August seventeenth. Oh, and there you it go. will it will run nine episodes, so it runs through until October twelfth. So, so hopefully, I'll have Sandman done by then. <laughs> oh, that's something we missed. We got a Sandman trailer. We did. Oh, so good. I know nothing about that franchise. I'm mm. interested then to see what you think of it, Ryan. To to watch it and see, having no knowledge of the franchise, yep. what you think of it. Mm. Okay. I'll so follow don't read my the, report. Don't read the books ahead of time. Uh, I don't plan on it. <laughs> Considering there... it comes out, like, what, next week? Oh, does it? Yeah. Sweet! So Sandman was probably the first um, adult graphic, and, and I don't mean adult as in mature content, although it does have that, but oh, yeah. non, non-Archie non or, like, ALF comic that I read. <laughs> <laughs> ALF. I read a lot of ALF comics when I was a kid. No tea, um, no shade. I mean, that if that's what <laughs> turned you on. <laughs> um, so it really got me into graphic novels. I mean, outside of manga. I'd read a lot of manga. Um and this was way before I met Brent, so he can't even take credit for getting me into it. Although it was definitely something we bonded over when we started dating. Excellent. So I'm super looking forward to it. It looks like they did all of the the characters in Sandman are very nebulous. They're supposed to be. That's their whole thing. And it looks like they did a really good casting job. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Um, now back to Marvel. Uh, we got our first look at Wakanda Forever. Mm. Ooh. And color me intrigued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely the Marvel Oscar bait movie for the year. Probably. Like, uh, it, it looks like they, they're taking everything very seriously. Um, with regards to writing T'Challa out of the uh, the film, mm-hmm. uh, it appears as though he is dead. Yeah, Somehow. I wonder what they're going to like, how they're going to play that, like how, they're going to say how he died, yeah, or what they're going to do. When was the, so the last okay, the last Avengers movie that had T'Challa in it was that, um, that was Endgame. Endgame. Yep. We haven't really had a movie with him in it since then. So We've only seen him in What If. We saw What If T'Challa yeah. became Star-Lord. Right. I'm just trying to think of where we left off T'Challa before this movie. But we have, well, I was just saying, we've only had a handful of movies technically since then. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yep. So it looks good. You know, there's a baby. At some point in this movie, does you see somebody having a baby? Mm-hmm. Underwater. Whether that's, whether that's 
backstory or current, I don't know. Oh. Because um, part of me is wondering if, because if when you see, we, okay, we get our first look at Namor, which mm-hmm. we had been rumored and we got those the leaked images a while back. Um, I'm part of me wonders if he is a, a lost son of Wakanda. See, that's Namor? what I. Yeah. This this so me not knowing anything about the background of any of these characters other than what I've seen in the MCU. This is what I think the plot is: is that T'Challa has passed away, and now they don't have a Black Panther. So we now have people coming up to claim the throne of Wakanda, and that Namor is one of the people who has a claim to the throne somehow. Mm. And wants to become the king of Wakanda and also the Black Panther. That's what I think the plot is. Knowing absolutely nothing. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, I can see... It's interesting because we don't know who was in charge of Wakanda during the blip. Like, was the, was I think the, mother, the queen was. The queen was mother. She still, yeah, was just, queen Ramonda. Yeah. And the way she sounds like she's still in charge. Maybe he never, never took the crown back. Maybe. Uh, and just stayed, you know, he was just the Black Panther. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see that whole, the political dynamic, because we see her, you know, with her making her, 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 her press conference there, or like her decrees there, talking about how much her family has lost and everything, you know, mm. during everything. And then when we see, um, I thought it was cool seeing, I'm guessing, the Atlanteans riding the whale. Yeah. As yeah, the water travel, the war whale. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so and- the the actor playing Namor is named Tinak Huerta, uh, and he is Mexican. Um, okay. Apparently, he learned an ancient Mayan language to play Namor. Ooh. So I'm thinking maybe the Atlanteans have something to do with that part of the world, and. Um, yeah. You know, they're sort of directly across the ocean from Wakanda. Yeah. Because I mean, really, who knows where Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, where Atlanta really is? It's in the south. Well, one yeah. Of, yeah, one uh, one of the theories is that thanks, Brent. Atlantis, um, I'm not going to say existed because it never did exist, but one of the theories is that Atlantis, had it existed, would have been in the Atlantic between Europe and North America. Mm-hmm. But and this is, I have, a, hmm. you don't want to hear my Atlantis rant. Just keep going. <laughs> I have very strong opinions about Atlantis. <laughs> That's funny. It's a fictional place. Yes. Now, in the Marvel Comics universe, Namor is quite often referred to as the first mutant. Yes. Oh, is he? Because yes. he is the child of an Atlantean mother and a human father. Which Aww. is also why he looks different than the rest of the, the Atlanteans. Is he brothers with Aquaman? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> different dimension. They, they just have very, very similar origins. Yeah. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of early Fantastic Four comics lately, and Namor shows up a lot as the antagonist. You know, in the first Fantastic Four annual, Atlantis attacks New York City and... Um, but he's also in love with Sue, Sue uh, Storm and wants to take Sue away to be his bride. Because she's the only woman. They don't have much of a choice. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but there are other uh, Atlanteans in this in this new Black Panther film as well. Um, uh, an actress named Mabel Cadena is playing Namora. 
and Alex Livinali is pl- playing Atuma. So uh, some well-known Atlanteans, if you read a lot of Marvel comics, they're well-known. If you don't, you've never heard of Namora or Atuna, Atuma, but uh, they, are, they are in this film too, so... So there's Namor and Namora? Yeah. And Namorita. Wow, that's creative. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Thank the golden age of comics. Yeah, I know. I know. We're digging deep into the past here and... Yep. Another character <laughs> that we saw in the trailer for for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, we don't see her full on, but we see her forging a suit of armor is Riri Williams. Yeah, I'll have to have someone I'll have to watch it again or find a clip where they point out which one she is because I didn't catch it the first time I watched she's, you, you, she's in the lab when Shiri comes in. And she's pounding okay. metal and, and she in the shape cuts, of a heart. Cuts out a heart from the metal from the iron armor. Ah. Uh-huh. I don't think that was okay. Maybe that was a heart. When I looked at it, I was trying to think they placed the symbol. Um, I thought it was Namor's symbol, but I guess it's more of an no, odd. That's looking. a heart, dude. No, but if you it's think, a, if you, but it's square. It, it doesn't is, have round ends. Uh, and now that I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's more. It looks like Aquaman's logo, and that's what I. I was mixing up my Namor and Aquaman and my underwater <laughs> okay. guys. But the they're... Aquaman logo is very similar to that in you know shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, no, it's interesting that she's the you know they they had said she was going to be introduced in this movie. Yeah. Um. We do the, the uh, agent. What's his name's in this one again? Yes. Agent um, Everett Ross. Yes. Is that was Everett Ross. Hmm. Everett K. Ross, played by Martin Freeman. Yes, I wonder. I gotta I rewatch wonder. some movies before this one. So here's my theory. This, so, the, so I'm jumping ahead here. So the gentleman, the actor who played Thunderbolt Ross, General Thunderbolt Ross, passed oh, away. Yeah. Did he not? Yeah. Yes, he did. Who in the comic book? Thaddeus Ross was the Red Hulk, who was also multiple times on the Thunderbolts. Mm. What if we find out that this Ross is related to that Ross and they sub him in and he later becomes Red Hulk? Mm. Maybe. Just a thought. Since they don't have the original act, they don't have the old guy anymore. Hmm. But uh, yes, we're kind of forever. I am intrigued, and it comes. It's our next Marvel movie, is it not? Uh, in uh... yep, it comes out uh, November eleventh. Yes. Um, Which... Are we assuming that it's Shuri in the Black Panther suit when we see? I think that's no. a big assumption at this point. I yeah. have. She's an unfortunately deep. Well. She is allegedly an anti-vaxxer and a little bit on the heavy religious side. And I get the sort of distinct feeling that this might be it for her, which is Uh, too bad. I don't don't think so. I think it's it's it for that actress. Put it that way. Let me stop with the actress. You know, keep the role, but switch out the actress. Yeah. Yeah, there there is rumors that her part has been cut down uh, a fair bit. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. They, uh, it they, might be Shuri, held, but I wouldn't bet on it. They held filming for her though. Like that's how important she is to this movie. 
Like they um, for a while, but I they like they I said, waited in. Yeah, I I think I think um, she she broke her ankle or something doing stunts, and then um, uh, and then they they had to hold filming, and um, so you know they they held. I mean, they held the movie for her. So at the time. Like that, you're already in the thick of it at that point. You're already half done. It's kind of like the Flash situation, and it, but not quite as bad, obviously. But I, I would be surprised if she's back. Like after this, I, I honestly mean that. I hope maybe she, things got straightened out. But like, there's rumors that like her her role was very like chopped down. Well, so, uh, yeah, I, I I'll know. believe it when I see it. She was a very popular character, and mm-hmm. I think she, I think, she, I think she's, I think it's Shuri in that suit. Yeah, I hope uh, so. I don't think so, and here's why. I think it's Michael B. Jordan because it's the gold. It's the golden uh, highlights in this on the suit, like he had. Um. If we're to believe the, the Michael B. Last... Jordan is not in this movie. Are you Didn't sure? Did he die? No, we never saw a body. And look at this Wakanda. Yeah, we did. We didn't see a dead body. Black Panther was like cradling him as he died. As and then he's dying. from the back. <laughs> it's Wakanda. If they can, you know, they saved the the poor white boy. I'm thinking they can save him and put him in, in jail instead of letting him die. And not only that is the, uh, the multiverse now opens up many a door. Well, even just, yeah, we you know, they could have, maybe originally he was written that he died, even though we didn't know. Yeah. Like you said, we see it from the back. It's implied he died. Then the act, then um, I feel bad. What's his name? Then he dies in real life and they don't have a, they don't have a Chad black Thank you. Chadwick Boseman dies, and we no longer have a Black Panther. Oh shit! What are we gonna do? Uh, or maybe we give this guy a redemption arc, and we kind of try to because he's a really good actor, and everyone loves him. Mm. That could be a way. You know, maybe he's after the blip and after everything that happened, and he's trying to redeem himself. He's not in the cast list. Okay, I could have sworn I've, that I had read online that he was appearing in this movie but i still say uh, I, i'm still thinking that's who it is uh my guess honestly is i think it's uh laputa nyongo oh. uh, i think it's she this Knocking is me out. being the, yeah this is me being completely utterly and com- cynical is if the stories that we had heard were true, like yeah, they had the, they held up filming for her because she broke her ankle, but they also filmed like held up filming due to certain other things that were being mentioned uh, in regard in regards to COVID. Basically, Lapura never had those issues, and we've seen her as like a strong character in that universe already. Like she may not have been running Wakanda while. Uh, T'Challa was gone, but she was definitely a part of it. She was in all those Avengers briefings, remember? Yep. And so it'll, that would be my guess, or my big like dark horse like pick 
it, it, like to go completely left field is that's uh, Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. the the queen. Mm. She suits up. <laughs> now, my other my so my other little argument to my for my point is, uh, if it's to you know when we saw the last movie, they destroyed all the plants that give you the 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 Black Panther powers. So there shouldn't be anybody else unless they found more plants and did their thing. Uh, there shouldn't be a way to pass on the Black Panther power or to give someone the Black Panther powers. So my, that's why my guess is that it's him because he already has the Black Panther powers. Yeah, but they could get around that of always oh, we, we hid this one oh, sapling away this, and of course you know they could have they had the genetic markers on file and used gene yeah. splicing and their super tech to make a new plant or sure they could do anything it's comics it's a movie why not but exactly <laughs> that's just another thing for me to throw in for my argument. Um, well, we we got to keep going here. This yep. uh, episode is going to be like three hours long. Yeah. Oh no no we're barely we're we're just, we're just getting up on like the fifty some odd minute mark here come on yeah um, and we've hit the first movie yep well I, or really the last because this is the last movie of Phase Four well okay before we move on I just want to say something quick um uh Denai Guerra who's play who plays Okoye we do know that there's uh, supposed to be an Okoye series coming eventually oh that's very true. Yeah. But also, there was another surprise announcement that she and um, uh, Andrew Lincoln are doing a uh, Walking Dead miniseries as their Walking Dead characters. That was something that we missed uh, when we talked about other non-Marvel San Diego news. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yes. So there's a Walking Dead Michonne and um, Rick um, series coming. Cool. Uh, okay, so we did. Uh, we didn't get to see it. Um, the people in the audience did get to see a clip from Guardians of the Galaxy three, mm-hmm. and and the uh, I don't know the actor's name, uh, but he is playing the High Evolutionary, and he will be the villain of the movie. And he showed up in costume and walked through the crowd. Cool. And he is the actor who was on Peacemaker, who played the That's um, right. Yes. Yep. The guy who was the alien had the butterfly. Uh, uh, there was no word though about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which is coming this year. No, which is weird. But Guardians three, woohoo! woo-hoo yep, uh, and it's also been confirmed we are getting a What If season two. Oh, fun! Mm-hmm. And they apparently showed a clip from that, and so the, and the one t- thing came out of it was that uh, Peggy Carter fans will be happy. I guess we have a few returning characters. So, um, what if season two was already in production? They did announce a season three as yes. well. Yeah, there we go. Um, okay, so let's get into this now. We are into uh, so after uh, we're caught it forever. We will be going into phase five. Mm-hmm. And uh, starting with Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania in February se- uh, February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. And they did one of the things they they showed off a poster that had uh, Kang, and they did uh, and um, Scott's daughter, but they yes. haven't confirmed what her name is. But they had her in in a superhero costume, and they have also said that Modok will be in this movie. 
Let the God. speculation of who's playing Modoc begin. Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald. But Patton oh. Oswald is already an MCU character. He could just do the voice. Hey, what's her face was in Captain Marvel and in Eternals. True. It's you know, it's not it would be pretty distinctively different characters. I don't think it's gonna be Patton Oswald. <laughs> It'd be good if it was though. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so that one comes out in February. Next rate up off after that is a Disney Plus series, Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in May. Mm-hmm. Followed after that, we will get the now confirmed, because I guess it was ever really confirmed, uh, Echo Disney Plus yeah. series. Uh, I want to say it was. Yeah. Uh, which now they have they've come out and said that uh, Daredevil will be appearing in this series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, Daredevil is showing up in a lot of places. Yes, sir. Um, followed up that summer with season two of Loki. Yeah, which should be interesting and mm-hmm. fun. Uh, they announced a prop replica Tesseract. Finally. Uh, for their black, uh, for their uh, Marvel Legends uh, props, a uh, series of props and, and toys and stuff. Uh, this weekend, it looks pretty cool. Uh, then we that summer we also get the Marvels in I July. Am so looking forward to that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after watching Ms. Marvel, I'm really looking forward, especially the end. I'm really looking forward to, to yeah. that movie now. And the surprise announcement that uh, we now have a date. For Blade. Mm-hmm. November 3rd, 2023. Is Wesley Snipes playing Blade again? No, no, no it's Mahershala uh, Ali. Ali. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, then we are getting Iron Heart on Disney Plus that fall. Mm-hmm. Which, um, now it's not announced anywhere else, and so it'll be interesting to see what happened to it. Um, Iron Wars. That's right. That Armor Wars. Armor yeah, Wars. Yeah, that's not on uh, any of the listings. No, it's not. They did not bring it up at all. Huh. What one was that? What was that supposed to be about? Uh, that oh. was about Rhodey. Yeah, Rhodey, oh. and kind of there's almost like either the the tech for the, the armor tech, like the Iron Man armor tech stuff, either gets leaked out or like, just it seems like it's uh, if it's anything like the comics, yeah, everybody starts making their own like Iron Man type shit. Oh right, so it's basically the plot of Iron Man two. Or three, or both. No, <laughs> a little bit of three. A little bit, little bit two. Three was the uh, the 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 virus, the virus, not the, not the robots. Oh. Two okay. is when he had uh, when he, when anyway anyway. That's so, uh, uh, just use a, an update on Armor Wars. Um, this is just from the Diz Insider. Uh, someone asked the head writer about it because there was no news at Comic Con, and he said, "I promise it is still coming out." Uh, and um, but there's no other details. Yeah. Um, yeah. I figured we'll probably just get something. That would be one of those things that they left off for for D23. B. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so uh, keep going on this one, and I'll bring yep. up and uh, I'll bring up something when we hit uh, phase six. Yes. Um, so next after that is the now name changed uh, Agatha 
Covenant of Chaos. I didn't now, know they for, were doing an Agatha show, uh, I'm assuming. Yeah. It was, well, yes, it was long rumored there was an Agatha was going to be the House of Harkness. Uh, yes. But now it's called the Covenant of Chaos. Um, now one thing I read was speculation was maybe this way it's to, because there should be more than just her, like more witches um, in it than just if it was the House of, ha- of Harkness. So you think when the mountain fell on Scarlet Witch, the spell she had cast on Agatha broke? Maybe. That would make oh. sense. I like that theory. That's a good way to get her back in it. Yeah. And then after this, this is the big one of the bigger announcements. An 18-episode series of Daredevil Born Again. Yeah. Spring 2024 on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, 18 episodes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's pretty much two seasons of most of the other shows, really. All in one. And the fact that it's Daredevil. Three seasons of most of them. Most of the, most of like the sort of action-y ones oh, are six? six episodes. Okay. Well, there you go. Sort of the comedy ones are nine, usually. Like WandaVision and um, She-Hulk is going to be nine. But... Uh, but yeah, six is six is usually what what they're doing. Okay, well there you go. Still eighteen, Daredevil. and they confirmed Daredevil. Obviously, Daredevil played by um, Charlie Cox. Thank you, and uh, the the big bad himself, King Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio will be back as Kingpin. So can't wait. Well, I can because it's two years from now, but. Should be good. Yeah. Then we get the two new movie editions. Uh, mm-hmm. The long rumored Captain America movie starring um, Sam, uh, Sam is Cap. Uh, what's Anthony Mackie. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> everybody knows I don't know names. But Captain America New World Order. Mm hmm. He comes out all dressed in black. Right, Brent? Yep. Thank you. That was a wrestling joke. Yes, it was. See, Jen got it. Because Jen likes wrestling. She's a a closet wrestling fan. Because Jen has been bombarded by this for... How long have we been married? (laughs) We're not married. Jen, what are you talking about? No, I meant Brent. (laughs) And then in July, we are getting... Thunderbolts. This is another long rumored movie that's now finally confirmed. So this is the one. Thunderbolts is like the it's the Marvel Suicide Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah. Uh, Minus the anything you can do, we can do better. Yeah, but they would. It's one of those things. They both had the franchises around for free for forever. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Thunderbolts have bombs in them though. No. No. So originally they were bad guys pretending to be superheroes. Yeah. And now they're bad guy superheroes, I think. (laughs) So my predictions for who we're going to see in this movie, we're going to see U.S. Agent. Yeah. We're going to see the new Black Widow. Yelena? Yelena. Yelena will be in this. I think we're going to see Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Um, Abomination makes sense. Who else was uh, would be around? Um, 
Hmm. And this is how they introduced Deadpool. <laughs> uh, I don't know about Deadpool. No. That's a, that's. I mean, that's going to be your core team, I think. Yeah. Um. They can, much like Suicide Squad, I can see them throwing in a couple bad guys that we haven't seen yet mm-hmm. as just like guys that they can kill off. Oh. Um. Vulture. No. No, we can't. No, use he's in, wrapped up in Spider-Man stuff. Zemo. Oh, Zemo! Of course, Zemo. Oh, yeah. yay, Zemo! Because Zemo was the leader of the Thunderbolts in the original comics. Correct. Yeah, so you're saying one of the one of the different versions I've I've seen or read or, and isn't that when he wasn't he was he had a different name? Uh, yeah, he called himself Citizen V in the original yeah. comics. So, yeah, and that is the end of Phase Five. Five. So we start off Phase Six. I can't believe they've announced Phase Six. Yep. With. The Fantastic Four. Again. In November of 2024. Yeah. Now, today I read there's rumors surfacing that uh, they are trying to get Steven Spielberg to direct it now. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. You never know. No. I would, I, I'd put a dinner on it. Um, I could see Chris Columbus directing it. Maybe. Because he has wanted to do a Fantastic Four movie for years. And never got the chance to. So I, I could see them approaching him, perhaps. And, like, he's got, like, big budget clout on her. He did a couple of Harry Potter movies. Yep. All right. So- there's that, and then we get into the, as we mentioned earlier, um, the two movie titles that got leaked by copyright, uh, Avengers, The Kang Dynasty, May 2nd, 2025, and Avengers Secret Wars, May 7th, 2025. N- November 7th, 2025. Yes. So why don't, huh, We're why getting why two Avengers two, movies that year. Yes, I wonder why my I wrote down May. I wonder what I was looking at. <laughs> anyway, didn't we are, we already knew about the uh, Secret War, though, didn't we? No, not officially. No, we were assuming that's where things were going from seeing you know from the events of Doctor Strange. But that's just once again assuming. See, this is the interesting thing about all this that I've always got to remind myself is in like. So in our private chat last night, just talking about what we would just sort of go over and when we would do the show and all that sort of stuff. uh, Kevin mentioned, oh, Marvel dropped a couple bombs, a few bombs in their their schedule. And like my first thought was not really because I like 90 percent of this people like us have heard that this is what it's going to be. Mm -hmm. For the last two years, but the general public doesn't. Yeah. So, like, it, it was one of those things that, like, I got to think about it. I'm like, yeah, I guess, like, the general public doesn't know that 90% of these have been rumored and talked about for a while. Um, well, and even for us, though, now it's like confirmation that, okay, this is the plan. Now, once yeah. again, whether it still happens or not, a lot of things can change between now and 2025. Mm-hmm. Now, um, 
the one thing I find interesting, and I, this could be internet bullshit, so bear with me a little bit, <laughs> is all of the pictures that I find of that Phase 6 graphic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fantastic Four uh, in, in November of 2024. Then May 2025, we get uh, Kang Dynasty. Then November of that year, Secret Wars. But in between all of those, mm-hmm. they have dates, but nothing listed. Yeah. Like they're well, in like generic, like there's winter 2024. There's two spots for fall 2024. Uh, there is cool. a winter 2025, two spots for spring 2025. I am mm-hmm. assuming that was not like an error. I'm assuming at D23, that's where they start filling in those gaps. Either that or just in the future, because they didn't know that if you look at there, that's so phase six, that's a, we got a year of announcements there from uh, November to November and no TV shows announced. Yeah. They're not going to go a full year without making any Marvel Disney Plus shows. Now, I would also say that one of the things that's interesting to look at all this uh, stuff is the things that are conspicuous by their absence. There is no hint of anything Spider-Man on on these timelines. Nope. Not nope. a one. Now, I know that's a Sony property, and but if Spider-Man is still integrated into this universe, which okay. is also something that might have to be worked out that's not exactly true the cartoon doesn't count (laughs) yeah it does though they're saying that this is an mcu series based uh about it's it's pre spider-man joining up in civil war so they announced that show yes but But if if you tom holland's not doing it it doesn't matter Tom Holland's not doing yeah. it. He's Daredevil's Tom in Tom Holland it. didn't do the voice in What If, and that counts as MCU. Yeah. No, so the, the my bigger problem or question about it is one thing I read today. Um, it was talking. There was talk that characters like Norman Osborn and Doc Ock are, are appearing in this, which they shouldn't. Right? If he doesn't know who these people are until yeah. No Way Home... Like, remember, there's that scene where they laugh at Doc Ock's name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be laughing at that if he know. Now, they can write their way around that. We don't know anything about this show yet at all. Now, so. uh, my take on it, honestly, Kevin, is sort of the same, unfortunately, that the Star Wars cartoons are now falling into, is it's going to be canon-ish. It's going to be close Sometimes and other times when the movies take precedent, it's not going to matter whatsoever. I think I, I I think that that Kevin Feige has been so careful with what he's created that if he says that this series is going to be MCU, it's going to be MCU. That's just my take on it. Yeah. I hope so because I want more Spider Man. So even reg- even beyond that, that is that's past Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't have any uh, There's Spider-Man. nothing. There's no current Spider-Man on any yeah. of these timelines. So there's that. Um, Moon Knight doesn't really appear anywhere on here, too. Now, we've been told that that series might be a one and done. 
but the ending of it sure as hell doesn't make you think so. Like mm. that that's going somewhere, right? Well, at the very least, he could show up in other stuff. Yeah. So he's kind of mysteriously kind of like not there. There's no sign of the Eternals at all in any of this. Yep. No. Like there's a whole whack of characters that they've established that like there is nothing here for them. No, no Halloween special. And that's Um, coming in October. Yeah, no, that was listed somewhere. Oh, there's the problem is is that that graphic for phase five there's like the i guess it's people taking pictures of it as things are being announced so like there's not many of those pictures out there with thunderbolts on it but we know that's definitely a thing oh i saw the one i, I found one with it on because i missed it. i watched one of the videos where they were talking it and it cuts off right before the thunderbolts announcement yeah. So I was like, what the hell? So I had to find another video or another image later on from a different angle, and you could see and yeah. saw that one, but yeah. And I could almost see Moon Knight and Thunderbolts, to be honest. Maybe. Yeah, like, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. He kind of nope. fits the mold. But, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff missing here that I'm assuming that we're going to get further word on later on. Yeah, there's no there's no talk of mutants either. No. Yep, not a single little bit. And um, I guess it, maybe we'll kind of go into this now um, with Ms. Marvel ending last week. They they really hint at the fact that the mutants are here. They oh, even yeah. play the they play the X Men music. Yes, yeah. when they tell when uh, so her friend um, he Bruno. tells her sorry. Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. We talk about this one. We do, apparently. Um, Mentions to her talking about where his power, where her powers are derived, because I guess the brother, her brother started harassing him to check his genetics and stuff to see if he can get powers. And (laughs) she, and so he says to her that she has a mutation. And then you, (laughs) which they also showed off some images for the, the uh, follow-up to that cartoon. Uh, the uh, the new X Men cartoon that's coming next year, I think now. But uh, yeah, yeah, there, there was a Marvel animation panel too. Yeah, and before we actually before just before we leave the movie stuff, this whole Phase Four, Five, Six is called the Multiverse Saga. Mm-hmm. Yep. There we go. Back to Miss Marvel. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought I liked that last episode. There was finally some good, uh, good action. Um, you see them running around the school, setting up traps, you know, kind of Home Alone style, to uh, fight back against uh, uh, evil government. Evil government, yes. <laughs> it was not even supposed to be there. No, nope. the rogue government agent. Uh, what are they? What's the 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 agency again? It's damage control. Yes, there you go. Damage control. Thank you. And uh, so it's the second time we've seen damage control now. Well, we saw them earlier in this series as well. Sorry, but I mean, like, so they were in Spider-Man. But uh, yeah, the, it's interesting that she, you know, her boss is calling her off and saying, no, it's not worth it. Let the locals ha- handle it. It's just some kids. And she's just like, oh, yep, yep, yep. And say, OK, go. Yeah, because, you know, the optics of the government attacking a bunch of 
uh, a, a mosque, Mus- and then Muslim this- teenagers yeah. in a high school. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, not not a good look. No. <laughs> she uh, used her powers a little differently this time. Yay! No, I, I liked it. Yeah, they, they, she, the way she used her powers made it look like the way her powers work in the comics. Yeah. And where that, she embiggened herself. That made me happy. <laughs> yeah. This has been, I think, probably my favorite show out of the Marvel TV shows. Oh, really? Well, maybe WandaVision's still my favorite, but it's definitely my second favorite. Yeah, it was, it was just nice. And I, I don't think that the protagonists, the antagonists are, are are the greatest. The clandestine, I didn't think they were great villains. But the no. villains weren't the point of this show. Exactly, yeah. The um, point of the show was her figuring out who she is and where her powers came from. And then they just had to have something in there for excitement. You know. And the family dynamics. Yeah. I love that in the end it was her mother... After she found out that you know that helped her and gave gave her her new costume, that almost yeah. made me cry. <laughs> yeah, and her dad gives her her name. Yes, yes that was oh, I loved that part. Yeah. Oh, the, I I love her parents in this show. I think this is because I'm old, but like her whole family is so sweet and supportive once they figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know. It all plays out like a teenager thing would play out. Like, oh, I can't tell my parents they wouldn't understand. And then it turns out that they did understand. Uh, and I love her brother and how her brother's like, sweet. <laughs> I want to do this, too. <laughs> when he shows up at the school, like, how'd you get in here? Like, I went to school. I, I snuck in the bathroom window. I went to school here, too. Remember? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not that old. He's trying to reclaim his youth after getting married. Yeah. Um, and I really liked that Cameron. Uh didn't end up being a villain. Like he lost a little bit of control, which was understandable when he figured out his mother had passed away. But I, I'm glad that he didn't end up being like the big bad at the end. Hmm. Uh, speaking of surprise, not, not villains. I was happy when uh, the popular girl showed up and when, when she yeah. started showing up, it was like, she, you know, and, and mentioned she, she knew the secret. Like she yeah. realized who it was. Yep. And was like, yeah, I'm not going to sell you out. Why would I sell you out? Yeah. And it was such a friends. heartwarming show. I loved it so much. And when she goes back in time and she gets the picture for her grandma. <sighs> almost made me cry again. Such a good show. Yeah, it was well done. And then the teaser at the end, the post Yeah. Was nice. Uh, it lets us know that Kamala's Kamala's bangle works the same way as the um, uh, in the comics, the original Captain Marvel's mega bands. Uh, when he smashed them together, he would swap places with Rick Jones. So that's still sort of a thing here, which I think is cool. Did she smash it together? Is that how it happened? No, no it just sort of started glowing, and then boom, she. Yeah. I really want to see if Kamala's mom <laughs> she finds out that Kamala's been swapped with Captain Marvel. Apparently that's how the Marvels starts. Oh god, I hope with so. With Carol coming down out of Kamala's bedroom. Oh, perfect. Yay. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I love 
I, I just loved how they showed the representation of the Muslim community and the Muslim faith. Uh, and, you know, the whole of the family and the community and how that's so important to, to Kamala and who she is and how she discovers who she is and what she can do. Um, it, it's just, it was such a good show, good message all around. And I'm really looking forward to the next part, which I guess is the movie. Yes. I wasn't looking forward to the movie at all until this. <laughs> well, I was wondering how they were going to connect her into the movie before this. Mm-hmm. And now we know. So it did its job. <laughs> yeah. It entertained me and made me put, maybe want to see more and what was coming next. Yes. Brent, you have any thoughts? You're being quiet again. Um... I I just don't. I liked it. Um, the the last couple episodes I liked more than the first half. On a whole, um, wasn't really for me. I I guess is the best way of putting it. I I think it was very good. I also think the best way I've been putting it when uh, customers of the store have been asking me about it is this is not a show that is necessarily aimed at the 40 plus year old white guy. And that doesn't mean that those people can't enjoy it, but it, it just, I didn't really get a lot out of it. And um, maybe it's also showing my age. I sympathize with the parents way more than I sympathize with her. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but on a whole, like, I think it was well done, but it's like, it's definitely not my favorite out of the Marvel shows by any stretch. But I think it's important that the show was made. Mm. Um, the weird thing is in like, in a good way is I've been hearing a lot of stuff where people are um, comparing it to the Watchmen TV show in terms of cultural importance. Because hmm. oh. a, a lot of people were unaware of the partition era mm-hmm. of of India and Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, was, it was something like this was brand new news to them, much like yep. the the stuff that we saw with the that after Watchmen, people started learning what the that Tulsa, Oklahoma <laughs> massacre was all about because mm-hmm. it wasn't really in any history books. And I think that is a brilliant thing. I'm glad yes. that like a superhero show can like lend this information out. Yes. Um, I'm very curious to see what they do with the mutant angle. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it very sneakily and very well done. And I'm also curious about the, the, the next, the Marvels, like is Kamala Khan now just floating out in space somewhere like poor Kamala, if that's the case, I know. like where, where, where was Carol when this swapped happened? Yeah, I need to know. Yes, yeah, so hopefully there was an atmosphere. <laughs> so, the or like time... suddenly, like we see, like in like it, like the Guardians of the Galaxy are fighting something, and it just Kamala like drops out of the air onto Groot or a rocket. <laughs> and she we saw fly. Carol. <laughs> the last time we saw Carol was at the end of Shang Chi. Yep. Yes. So we know she's on Earth. Well, she was during Shang-Chi. She was a, she was a hologram. Yeah, she might not have been on Earth. Oh, I mean, she's true. like 
Oh, he's got my number. Give me a call. And she's like, oh, wait, uh, intergalactic stuff I got to go take care of. And then he's like, I don't have her number. I hate it when she does that. (laughs) And where did we see her at the end of um, the end of Avengers Endgame? Uh, At the funeral. At the funeral. She was there. Yeah. Then did she take off for space? Didn't say anything about going anywhere. We didn't really yeah. having she a may, wrap up with her. I'm just saying, like I'm, it, I, I don't know where she was, but I'm curious where she was. Like uh, I'm assuming, just for the sake of plot and comedy, she wasn't in New York. Yeah. Right. And with all of her stuff saying before, you know, everything that's happening on Earth, she had, it's only had you. There's a lot of other planets out there that don't have Avengers, and so that's where she, you know, why she spent a lot of time in space. So yeah, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. So not not bad. Like I, I would still uh, honestly, I'd still rank it above. Um, I'm guessing at this point, my least favorite was Falcon and Winter Soldier, but hmm. I still liked that show too. Oh, yeah, it's not that I didn't, but I, I would say it's above that, but it would be below everything else in, in my rankings right now. But like I said, I'm not like near I'm not necessarily the intended target for the show, and that's OK. Yep. You don't have to like everything the most. Yep. And Kamala Khan, I mean, she is she really is a classic Marvel character, right? She's. Uh, new with her powers, uh, trying to cope with the, her day-to-day life while being a superhero. Right and down, a teenager. <laughs> and a teenager, right down to the fact that she's got um, double-letter initials, like all the classic Marvel characters do. Yep. Reed Richards, Sue Storm, Peter, Peter Parker. Parker, you know, um, Matt Murdock. We've now got a KK in Kamala Khan. So uh, she is a classic Marvel character. And she was designed to be a classic Marvel character. So. Alrighty. So, um, is it safe to say that brings us towards the end of this show? I would say so. Yep. Should we do geek picks? We should. Who wants to go first? I will. Um, I uh, was talking with a friend uh, about playing some role-playing games. I thought they played Dungeons and Dragons, and they said, "No, we're going to start a Pathfinder campaign this fall, and you're welcome to join us." So Yay. I went out and bought the Pathfinder Second Edition Core Rulebook, which is a 650-page behemoth of a book. But I bought the soft cover pocket edition this is the pocket edition and it's still 650 pages i didn't know uh, they had soft cover pocket editions that's yes cool. pathfinder does and so as opposed to spending 80 bucks on a hardcover I, I spent 40 bucks on a on a pocket edition soft cover um pathfinder is based on um dungeons and dragons 3.5 which was the open gaming license that um that Wizards of the Coast uh, had, uh, but it takes it off in some interesting directions. Um, character creation is totally not random at all. You choose you choose your three um, 
There are three three important things, ancestry, background, and class, and your stats are developed based on those things. So ancestry is what race your character is, elf, dwarf, goblin, and you get pluses or minuses to various stats based on that. Your background is like, are you, were you a thief? Were you like a street urchin or a, or a, a merchant or a, a sailor? And you get pluses or minuses to your stats based on that. And then your class also gives you pluses and minuses to your stats. And so you end up with a character that is eminently playable and uh, uh, fairly simple to create. Um, the big difference uh, between D&D and Pathfinder is in the action economy. With D&D, you can take a move action and a, and a combat action and sometimes a bonus action. In Pathfinder, you get three actions per turn. If you want to use them all on movement, you can. If you want to use them all on combat, you can. And you can even plus up actions by using them as two or three action events. So uh, it's quite a fun, interesting system, and I'm looking forward to uh, to playing. And I think I think I might want to play a tank. I, I hardly ever play like a um, some kind of bruiser, so I might play a barbarian or a fighter of some kind so yeah i have i have a soft spot for pathfinder because the previous epic game to the one i'm currently in my mm-hmm. first super long campaign was pathfinder and oh, cool. uh, i still have a, a a really big soft spot for athera who was my uh water elf cleric <laughs> so cool. you'll have fun with it i like pathfinder excellent yeah so yeah so pathfinder version two um uh, the I got the core rulebook off Amazon, so uh, it's fine. Oh, one of the classes is alchemist. You can play a person who makes potions and uh, bombs and stuff. That's kind of fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and that's just from the core book. There are other books that give extra other classes too, like gunslinger and uh, um, yeah. So fun, fun. It should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Jen, have you got a geek pick? Um, sure. I have, well, my geek pick, I have kind of two. My geek picks are two upcoming events that I am planning on attending. Uh, so the first one is on August the 13th and 14th. Uh, it's the Pretty Heroes Convention, uh, Canada's Girl Power Fandom Event. Um, this is the first time since pre-pandemic that they've been able to host it. It used to be the Toronto Sailor Moon Celebration. But now it is pretty heroes. And while it still tends to be predominantly Sailor Moon themed, at least the, the one time that I went, it's supposed to be a celebration of all of girl power fandoms, which I really enjoy. So, um, yeah, I'm getting together a bunch of people, hopefully. And we're going to go on, I think, the 13th. And um, you can go to prettyheroes.com to figure out if you want to go or not. Um, I went once when they had it, it's being held at the Japanese cultural center in Toronto. I went once when it was at the science center. And so it was very small when I went and, uh, basically it's like what you get in a con. There was some really nice panels. There's lots of nice guest speakers, um, a little bit of a, a floor where you can buy stuff, beautiful cosplayers. Um, so yeah, if you are a Sailor Moon fan, if you uh, listen to Sailor Snacking at all, back when it was going on, um, <laughs> you should maybe check this out. Cool. And if you go on Saturday, I will probably be there. Very cool. Um, then the other event that's happening in, in August, which is why I'm not going to have any money in September, is the local um, 
Berry Yarn Festival, Fiber Spirit, is back. Ooh. And I'm so excited. So this is really Barry's big yarn convention, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be happening at the Berry Curling Cub on August the 27th from 10 to 4.30. It's like five bucks to get in. There's a ton of vendors. I'm going to spend tons of money on yarn. <laughs> Uh, but they have other stuff, too. I mean, if you're a knitter or a crocheter, it's definitely for you. But occasionally they also have people selling things that they've already knit. Or they always sell, like, bags and stuff. Um, that kind of, lots of fun stuff like that. So you can go to fiberspirit.ca uh, for information on that. If you are a knitter or crocheter or other uh, enjoyer of fine yarn, yarns. <laughs> um yeah, and I will definitely be at that one on the 27th, which I know is also Fan Expo weekend, so I imagine a lot of people listening to this podcast are not going to skip Fan Expo to go to mm. a fiber show, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, what's your geek pick? Um, I had one, but I'm changing my mind, because today I went to the movies. What? Yep, I went to the movies by myself this afternoon for uh, for fun, because it was raining. Mm-hmm. And I went and saw Nope. Oh. And Which is also kind of unlike you. Yes. But to go to the movies alone or to see Nope? N- no, to see a horror movie by himself. Or at mm-hmm. least what appears to be a horror movie, I should say. Yes. Um, I wouldn't necessarily... Yes, there are some uh, scary or things that are meant to be... Uh, it's more like psychologically spooky like it makes you feel scared uh or like uneasy uh i wouldn't call it a horror movie though i would i would put it in the sci-fi i'd put it kind of like you know do you call aliens a horror movie yes Mm. it's a scary movie well i call alien a horror movie maybe not aliens yes Yes. that's that's an aliens oh the second one yes I didn't really honestly find either of them pretty scary. Maybe yeah. because I'd seen too many clips of them. Um, Maybe. All the shock like value was gone. Alien is like a haunted house movie in space. I didn't Pretty care cool. as long as the cat survived. <laughs> uh, so there's quite a bit of the, you know, the suspense. This is very suspenseful, mm-hmm. which kind of builds up the uh, the tension. And there's a few times where they, they, they yeah, they, <laughs> there's one point where uh, I'll just say he's in the barn. And he literally is like, he's like backing away, saying, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. And he's trying to get away. And I'm just sitting there by myself in the theater, like, yep, yeah, nope, nope. <laughs> and uh, and it's, it's a very an interesting outcome. And even the whole movie, because I don't want to give away the, 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 the thing of the movie. Um, it's not quite, yeah, it's good. I'm not going to say if I say too much, I'll just give things away, and I don't want to give it away because it's a it's a mystery, it's a suspenseful horror movie. So, um, yeah, no, go see it. Had you seen other Jordan Peele movies? No, I don't believe I have seen any of his other other movies. Um, and now I may be inclined to go and try to look and watch some of them. I don't know about the one with the uh, where the family's being stalked by the family that looks like them. Like for the doppelgangers, that would be us. Yes, yeah. I don't you, think us. I want to watch that one. But maybe is it Get Out? Get where Out. Is the, is the boyfriend? Yes. Yeah. The black I may, boyfriend. I may go back and watch that one. But uh, yeah, no. I don't know. I'm a sucker for. 
I, I can get, I, I, you know, I'm interested in aliens and that kind of stuff. So when it starts being that kind of like aliens and cryptids and things like that, like, hey, Brent knows one of my favorite TV shows is back on the air again. Mountain Monsters has another season and they're chasing <laughs> the monster, some other monster. And it's, oh my God, it's, it's on Thursday nights and I love it. <laughs> but yeah, no, go see Nope. Nope. <laughs> Fine then, nope. don't see it. Brent, what's your pick? My pick is I'm going with the toy. Ooh, what toy? Because I uh, I kind of bought a couple figures this weekend, <laughs> and uh, I'm the, well, well. I should there. There's a caveat to it. Um, my first thing is uh, Jen got me a Lego set. Ooh, she got me a Tie Fighter Lego set. Ooh. But I haven't built it yet, so I don't know if that which, counts. Which one? Um, not like one, not like the the black like three hundred dollar <laughs> job. Okay, uh, but like the the one that's in between and nice. like it, it's going to be a good size too. Um, probably better in a lot of instances because it means I'll have somewhere to put it. Yeah, that's why I went for a smaller one. Also, yep. because the big ones are expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that this one would have been cheap. No. Well, no. no. Yeah, mm. Jen got it as part of Amazon Prime Days. Hooray nice. for Prime Days. <laughs> but, so there's that. But I also picked up the NECA Ultimate McCready uh, from the John Carpenter's The Thing. Is it the and second figure or the it's first the one? It's the second one, the one oh, that the comes flame with thrower. the flamethrower. Nice. Uh, it is so good. I like. I picked up. Well, I picked up a couple toys that day. Uh, the the GI Joe classified bat. But the thing is, is like the thing is one of my favorite movies. Like period. Like just end of end stop. It's just an amazing film, <laughs> and to have a representation of it that's that good in plastic is also really cool. And um, I have sort of like got a John Carpenter, like little wing of my action figure shelf going. Nice. Cause I also have uh rowdy, Roddy Piper from they live <laughs> on the shelf and uh McFarlane movie maniacs, uh, snake Pliskin from escape from LA. So, I don't know if anybody's ever made Donald Pleasance from uh, Prince of Darkness, but that might be the next one that I'm going for. I, I should get a Michael Myers from like the first Halloween movie at some point, but I haven't done that yet either. Nick has got some good Halloween figures out there. Yeah, but I think in order to fit in with that shelf, I would have to get like from the first film. Which they have. Yes, that is also true. So, uh, yeah, that, that would be my pick. Nice. Um, before we go, though, we have to do uh, some shout outs mm-hmm. for our, our patrons. Uh, you can find us at, at patreon.com slash true north nerds. Three bucks gets you in the door and gets you everything, which it, uh, granted isn't a lot. It's just uh, helping. It's more to help us, you know, keep this thing going. Uh, to pay for our hosting and some ancillary things, some like new equipment from time to time, things of that nature. And uh, we thank everybody who can contribute. And if you can't, 
I completely get it. No harm, no foul. Don't think any less of you. I'm glad you're listening. Um, if you would like to help out but don't want to throw money at us, you can just put up a good review on the podcast app of choice, and that will also help us out. So uh, shout-outs go to Drew, Karina, Rhino Vision, Alex James, Team Woods, who also um, very, very nicely did up truenorthnerds.com for us. Thanks, guys. Uh, Mike Hammond, Gavin, and Rex. So those people Yay. are patrons. Thank you, uh, everybody. I, again, like the way things are going, uh, it looks like we won't like that our uh, hosting is going to be covered for Woo-hoo. next year, which is all right. That's all we're kind of looking at is just so this the ship can keep going. <laughs> like, hey, if we can ever get to the point where we can quit our day jobs, that would also be cool. Oh. <laughs> Not expected, but that would be cool. Keep dreaming, keep dreaming. Oh yeah, no, I'm. I'm not betting on it whatsoever but it's it's nice that like these guys think enough of us to throw a couple bucks um and for those of you wondering uh while there's not a huge amount of exclusive content i've been writing uh little bits and pieces here and there that i've been posting up um there may be some exclusive content coming in the future so uh, Hmm. just or at least um timed exclusive like you'll get first crack at it and then maybe a couple months later it will uh, release to the wild but uh, yeah so in the meantime uh join us in a couple weeks where oh, all the san diego no- news is like just flooded my brain uh do we have anything planned coming up is there anything that we are nope. covering? i don't know what, what new comes out there's not much new before she hulk when does uh Logan oh there's the start? new dc league of super pets film that's coming soon. oh yeah i can't wait for that that looks so good when does lower deck start uh august 23rd okay so that's a while still yeah well we'll find something to talk about we always do we always do which is the great thing about this show um, in the meantime, Kevin, where can people find you? So I am on Galaxy Class. I did an episode all by myself last week as a solo episode, uh, which was kind of fun to do. Uh, Galaxy Class, the Star Trek The Next Generation podcast. Just also released a new episode of Stage Whispers, the local theater podcast. So that's cool. And I just also want to get a plug in here. I should have done it during my geek picks. Uh, Ryan and I had the opportunity to beta test a new escape room in Barry. Yes, yes um, we did. Eclipse that was fun. Escapes. It's very cool. It's Harry Potter themed and it's very well done. It is in the back of the freaky wizard. And my good friend Mike Hopped uh, designed and built it. And it will be opening very, very soon. So if you're looking for something fun to do with the family, um, uh, Give that a, a look. See um, Eclipse Escapes at the Freaky Wizard on Bell Farm Road in Barrie. We need to go back to the Freaky Wizard when it's actually open, so yeah. we can try some of those drinks. Yeah, it looks like a really cool place. Yeah, they got some cool toys in the back too, Brent. A lot of vintage stuff. But it was closed while we were there. Yeah. yeah. No worries, uh, Ryan. What's up with you? Ah, uh, well. Uh, 
We were we delayed the latest episode of Tales from the Collective Verse uh, for the same reason we delayed this episode, or we, we delayed recording this one, uh, is we w- decided to wait for the San Diego Toy News so that we could uh, record the episode when it was fresh and not a month old. So we will be doing that later this week once Ed uh, is back from being on the road. And uh, I believe you may be joining us for this episode, Brent. That is the if current plan. If it fits plan. into the schedules. Yeah, if we'll see how it works out, but that is the yep. current plan. Um, the episode may be subtitled uh, "Neca wants Brent's wallet." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Ryan's and Ed's and <laughs> that and and Hasbro. They have to fight over who's who's getting more of our money. But uh, yep, so we'll be recording that this week. And as always, you can find us updating and posting stuff on. Uh, Tales from Collectiverse on Instagram, and uh, and then we're always posting on our on the you know uh, at least I'm always putting stuff up on our Facebook page, uh, True Earth Nerds podcast or True Earth Nerds on Facebook. Well, uh, a lot of the trailers we talked about in today's episode, you can find them linked there. Um, I guess that's it. What about you, Jen? You got anything uh, going on? Not much. Um. Wait, what's new with dolls uh, and ponies? Was it ponies and dolls? Dolls and ponies. So you dolls can find me po- on, on Instagram at dolls and ponies. Um, just slowly going through my collection and taking pictures and sticking them up there. Usually about once a week. I try to get up uh, a new post on Saturdays. Um, there were no Barbie or the only doll San Diego exclusive that I found was for a Monster High doll which I don't collect, but it was really nice looking. So I was tempted anyway, but you know, got to pick my lane and stay with it. So you can, yeah, you can check out dolls and at dolls and ponies on Instagram. Um, I also work a bit on the uh, true North nerds Instagram. So at true North nerds. Um, And occasionally if you like sailor moon, I every once in a while post something. I still post stuff on the at sailor stacking uh, Instagram account too. So you can still look at that if you want to. And Brent. Um, I don't have a heck of a lot going on uh, right now uh, due to various things. <laughs> uh, so I have this show and I've been posting uh, toy photos to our Instagram and uh, True North Nerds when I get a chance and get something new. I've got a batch of photos that I got to actually throw up from this stuff that I got this weekend. Um, beyond that, uh, the dark side, uh, is I'm looking at a return for it. I'm just taking some time, um, just cause of everything else going on right now and, uh, not wanting to rush it and all that. And so it, it may return at some point, uh, beyond that. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Oh, um, big V comics where Ryan and I both have, uh, occupation or, uh, employment, <laughs> um every tuesday night if you want to uh see what new comics are coming out you can join ryan and i on our on the facebook and instagram feeds so you can we do a video Is it on every, instagram as well i believe so oh okay i i know it gets shared there eventually it might not be there live but it's right. definitely live on facebook so yeah. if you find uh, Big B Barry on Facebook, uh, just give it a follow. Uh, Tuesday nights at 8 p.m., uh, Ryan and I just go through all the new stuff. And if you uh, listen to the show at all, you will be very familiar with the time type of 
the type of weirdness we get up to. And you get to <laughs> see me, which is even more fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. You can heckle in the chat. Blondes do have more fun. Are you still wearing the wig? No. No. <laughs> God, no, that wig was hot. <laughs> Makes you appreciate cosplayers that much more, doesn't it? In certain... Yep. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. Let's get out uh, of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. This is going to be a long one. Uh, thank yes. you for listening and uh, take care and uh, be kind to one another. Bye. See you soon. Set your phasers to sexy. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us. 